on Opportunity Detroit, we welcome in Anna Robb. She's the owner of Anna Robb LLC, and she helps us with our Opportunity Detroit broadcast every week. Anna, it's a pleasure putting you in the chair and having you as one of our special guests. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on the other side of it. You know, you are a Detroit content creator. And I'll give you my little uh, thing I'm proud of. My daughter, Sophie, uh, 19 years old, sophomore at University of Michigan, said to me the other day, Dad, it just occurred to me, you're a content creator every day. And I th- I thought, I, well, first of all, I never thought of that. I don't think in terms of content creators, frankly. But I do know that's the way to think of these things. And I'm proud, now that I think about it, to be a content creator. Tell me about your content as Anna Rob XO. Is that, how do I pronounce that? Yes. That is my handle because Anna Rob is a very generic name, so I had to throw a little XO at the end. <laughs> a little love. Yes, a little love. All so right. I started creating content about three years ago when I moved to Detroit from the suburbs, and I was just showing day, a day in my life. I know that my family and a lot of other people where I grew up had this very negative perception of Detroit. So by showing them or just showing my social media following what I was doing every day, it sort of not only made my parents feel more comfortable that I was living in Detroit, but it shined a light on these awesome hidden gems and just gave exposure to these businesses that I think needed it, um, especially at a time during the pandemic. So now I show what I do every day. I go to restaurants. I work with the Pistons and really just showing everyone what Detroit is all about. Well, as a Detroit TikToker, I don't even know, is that the term? You're a TikToker? <laughs> yes, that as, is it. As, as a Detroit TikToker, you have an audience of more than 30,000 people. That's pretty incredible. Tell me about your uh, TikTok page and uh, and tell us how you get such a large audience. Yeah. So I literally went to bed one night. I posted a video about a micro studio that I was living in in Capitol Park in Detroit. It was 256 square feet. And I just posted about it, and I woke up. It had around a million views, and I had 20,000 new people watching my page every day. Uh, So that was a bit shocking. And then after that, I just kept doing my thing and showing Detroit off, and it's gradually grown now, I think, to like around 35,000 people watching it. Wow. Super crazy how you can go to bed and wake up to an audience like that. Well, uh, that's important. That uh, that garners respect and attention. Have people like from Pure Michigan or any tourism uh, organizations, departments uh, reached out to you? Not Pure Michigan yet. If they're listening, maybe, maybe they will. Maybe. <laughs> um, you never know. I, I have worked with Visit Detroit, and then I work with Bedrock sometimes as well, which are two more like Detroit-centric touristy mm-hmm. pages. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yeah, not pure Michigan yet. All right, well, but you're out there and you're growing audience. Uh, so now you think about 35,000 people. Talk a little bit more of the about the type of content you create. Yeah, so... I started off just doing my day in, a day in my life. So, you know, I go work out in Eastern Market or um, I'm a photographer. So going to photo shoots in different neighborhoods of the city that aren't necessarily downtown that like people see often. So I would go to Southwest Detroit or News Center um, that don't get highlighted as much. And I still do that. But now I've been working a lot with local businesses and brands um so sometimes i'll do work with the pistons like i said or just like new business openings um sugar factory just opened in campus marshes i'll feature that so the feedback i've gotten from my followers is my content shows them things to do in detroit and i think that's what i'm going to stick creating and showing them well, is that so what came first um, you are a huge advocate for the city of Detroit. Is it because that's gotten the best, quickest, biggest reaction? Or have you always been uh, a big supporter, a, a big advocate for the city of Detroit? Right. <laughs> Great question. So I grew up, like I said, in the suburbs. And growing up, I had always heard that Detroit was unsafe. So I didn't know a lot about it. I was really afraid of it. And then I got a job with Quicken Loans back in 2018. And I remember driving down Woodward on my first day of work and just being shocked. I was like, this is Detroit. I didn't think it looked like this. And I instantly fell in love with it. Um, so I like to tell people that I fell in love with Detroit in 2018 and I've been obsessed with it ever since. So that was like the first time I was exposed to it, and I've loved it ever since. You know, you've just uh, stumbled, I'll say stumbled upon, uh, something that's an issue or something we need to uh, face. Uh, we're speaking with Anna Robb, the owner of Anna Robb LLC, a, a Detroit content creator of note. Uh, anytime you have th over 35,000 followers, you are of note, and people pay attention. Yeah. Uh, they're tuning in to see what she's doing because she shares her world. But what you just said, I drove down uh, Woodward and I went, what? This is Detroit? We suffer from and benefit from lowered expectations, reduced expectations. That's the first impression that someone gets when they come into Detroit, when they haven't been here, they go, huh, well, this isn't that bad. Look, I made it from one end of the street to the other without getting killed. And uh, <laughs> right? this is a great place. We obviously have gone past that, for those of us who know, for those of us who live here. But we do have to recognize that we have benefited from reduced expectations, lowered expectations, and now we have to move on from that. How do we go about doing that, Anna? That is a good question. Honestly, I'm not sure, Paul. I, I just think that we need to keep speaking about it, keep putting Detroit on the map. Um, it needs more global exposure exposure in my opinion 
So people from Detroit know what it's all about. But like you said, if you go down south, they have a totally different idea about it. So I think if we get national, global coverage that's positive, that'll start help shape the perception. I think you're absolutely right, Anna. And uh, we have been our own worst enemies at times. That is, mm-hmm. um, and I think people get this now, uh, y- you don't bring in family or friends into Detroit and take them to the worst areas of Detroit right. and say, look at this, isn't this terrible? Oh, this is really bad here. <laughs> it's, it, that's not helping anybody, uh, least of which would be us and the way we're trying to get people to fully understand Detroit. So, A, we don't do that anymore. We don't go, well, let's go here and see. It looks like a bombed-out area somewhere or (laughs) whatever. And uh, so we don't do that anymore. And now we also proudly announce we're from Detroit. For the longest time, you'd talk to somebody on an airplane or somewhere else, and uh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from uh, a suburb of Detroit. Mm -hmm. I'm from near Detroit. I'm from anything or anywhere other than saying proudly I'm from Detroit. Because, for example, people in New York or Chicago, I assume Los Angeles, although I stay away from there as much as I can, I assume (laughs) that those people, even when they don't live in New York City or live in Chicago, they say, I'm from Chicago. I'm from New York. You know, they say it with pride. I totally agree. Totally agree. And then we have things like Eight Mile, the movie, <laughs> and people, oh, that is what people think about it. That's what people want to see. I always get that comment on my age, like, show us Eight Mile. Oh, I'm boy. like, Detroit is so much more than that. Yeah. Well, that makes it tough. Uh, I appreciate you uh, tackling that best you can. Before we run out of time, uh, Anna Rob. Uh, which is at Anna Rob XO. Um, yes. How about some fall recommendations for people who might be visiting the city? Of course. So I just noticed today that Campus Marshes Park is totally decorated for fall. There's pumpkins. So that's always fun to just walk around. There's a lot of awesome restaurants in that area. Also, near Little Caesars Arena in the District Detroit Alleyway, there is a pop-up cider mill, mm. which is super cool. You don't have to leave the city to go to a cider mill and eat cider and donuts. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my favorite things. And then the last thing that I love to do in the fall is probably walk the river walk. You can do that anytime, but now the weather's cooling down and... It's just nice to be outside, and you can look over and wave to Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's excellent. Those are some great ideas. I appreciate you sharing them, and uh, people can follow you there online and uh, and learn more along the way because you're a content creator extraordinaire, creating content (laughs) every day. As are you. (laughs) (laughs) As am I, as my daughter told me. Who knew? Uh, Anna Rob, thank you so much. Good luck to you with everything. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day. You do the same. Anna Rob XO. And uh, thanks to all of our guests, Andrew Iaquinta, Lindsay Hunter IV, and of course, Anna Rob, for spending some time with us and showing us how they're taking advantage of Opportunity Detroit. Go on out and make it a great one. See you in the morning, 6 till 9. Regards, Paul W. Smith.